Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the review of Death, a Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for all the latest news and reviews of the longest-running science fiction series in the world. Each episode will update you with what's happening in the world of Doctor Who. Is that not the most beautiful Doctor Who logo you have ever seen? Then we'll review an episode from Doctor Who's 60-year history, which we promise will be filled with lots of very serious discussions. This is the definition for Chumbly. Receiving a or taking a now, I was going to say, do Louis through like weird weekends with different doctors. This lady over here just got you to sign her knickers from 1986. Yeah. Does that happen often? Yeah. <laughs> not mm. as often as I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not all, we'll have guest presenters, interviews, tier lists, and more. So join us, Matt and Billy, for the review of Death from Pickaxe, a chat about the greatest show in the galaxy. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Everybody, how's it going? I don't know why I said that. I I'm meant to say, welcome good. to Casting Brandy's Comfort Zone. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> pause for people to respond. Yeah, how's, how's it, it going, going, everyone? Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Or, oh, well, oh. I hope it gets better. <laughs> just, just delete just, as appropriate. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Kirsty. I'm Brandy, and we're going to be listening to each other's dreams and trying to work out what, what, why, why, who, when, when, and how, <laughs> and how. <laughs> ah. Ah. We did a pretty good job last time, I feel. Of what? Recording the podcast? <laughs> of recording a podcast. <laughs> we said words for a good... 50 minutes and we then did, we stopped. Yeah. That was, was well great done success. Us. Good job. Well done. Some of them made sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this week we've got we've got three dreams. We do. Well, well, we actually we had three dreams last time, didn't we? But then we we talked for too long. We did. And then we, we've got a huge backlog a of dreams. So we do. We need to work we through do. them. We've been dreaming on 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 uh, uh, dream overload overdrive. i don't even overdrive, overdrive. that's the word i was looking for <laughs> dreaming i had a really overdrive. weird dream last night that i yeah. didn't record oh but i was i think i was meant to be a specific actor and I, when i woke up i was trying to remember who he was but i don't think he exists so i don't oh. think i could recall who he was but it was like um it was this guy, and I kept thinking, like, oh, he's from, yeah, yeah, like from that film, that film with the with the thing. And I was like, I don't know what film this is. I think Does it is just exist? dream stuff. But in the dream, my dad, or the man's dad, was Taika Waititi. Oh. And I kept feeling very strange about that because I was like, like, this doesn't make sense. He's like the same age as him. And from different places and it just like it made no sense whatsoever and then it kept jumping back and forth 
being like at one point I think I had a cookery show and then uh-huh. at one point I was back at school and I was with Craig Frost and he kept on I kept on catching him like writing rude words on school property which is oh, very Craig like thing to do um and I was because it was meant to be like the last day of term or something and then I was like trying to set up like a car boot sale and it was just I woke up thinking like I don't feel rested at all I've been on <laughs> quite the strange adventure but it had the same feeling as um did you ever watch everything everywhere all at once no I didn't but I heard a lot about it I woke up from the dream with the same feeling as I had watching that film just confusion <laughs> confusion and just emotionally overwhelmed it was very bizarre <laughs> oh dear but yeah yeah i i can't like i know nothing about that movie and i i feel that's like good though that's how that's the way you have to go into it isn't it like just yeah like the, i was almost angry that i'd seen the trailer like all i'd seen was the trailer and i was sort of like i wish i hadn't even seen that because it's so it's just so good to go in completely yeah mind naked like i don't even know what kind of movie it is like i i i mean i haven't seen cloud atlas but for some reason my brain thinks yeah it's probably like that i have it's it's, apparently it's funny but also not i I have no idea don't tell me (laughs) one day i'll watch it it's everything everything everywhere Everywhere. all All at once once. (laughs) (laughs) cloud atlas the film was eh, like the book is so oh my gosh that's the book i was trying to remember the other day i had a year i had one one year of my life which was my perfect reading year every book i read that year was such a good book that like really resonated with me i've never Mm -hmm. had a year like that since but it was like i read his dark materials time traveler's wife one day lovely bones and I was like, there was another book I read, and it was Cloud Atlas. I just forgot ah. about it. Yeah, it's they all like are meant to be very good books. I, 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 when I was half asleep last night, for some reason in my brain, I was like, I really want to read the book Thief again. So maybe I, I will. That. Oh, mm. I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it a lot. I really want to read Lord of the Rings this Christmas. Well, at least Fellowship. <gasps> Me too. I just feel like I have it set in my head like I want to do it at Christmas. Because I love Lord of the Rings. You read the it at Christmas. is great. A lot of people are like, oh, the book is so slow. There's so much like little songs and everything. Uh, no, I love the book. I think it's great. I love it. it. It was my holiday book for the longest time. Like over the span of like seven years, I wouldn't read it at home. And I would just take it on a holiday and continue where I left off. <laughs> always my holiday I really book. I hope I enjoy it because I am worried that obviously when like the film is very precious to me and well yeah. to a lot of people and um I am worried that I'm gonna like it because I've heard that the writing can be a bit like dense and meandering and I'm yes. just hoping it is in like a way that works with me and I don't end up because the problem is that I have well the thing I'm scared about is obviously because I can't imagine stuff I'm worried that over description of things to set a picture I'll just be like I don't get it why are you doing this yeah. <laughs> but maybe it'll work the other way where I'm exactly. like exactly I help. appreciate you building the world up a bit more because I couldn't have imagined this myself so it, yeah. it, it could go either way there's always that meme of like Tolkien's writing like a very important character like a death it's like oh yes he died but then there's a tree on a walk 
as they go down a path and he'll spend like three pages describing this tree. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite meme that I've seen recently is when people are like, um, I guess because of Rings of Power, they're like, um, this isn't how Sauron looked in the book. And then someone's just taken a photo of the word Sauron from the book and they're like, this is how he looked in the book. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that is how they look to me. That is, yeah, that's that's how he looks. (laughs) I I kind of miss the days when, I mean, I don't really read anymore, but I, I remember when I was a kid reading books and I didn't really have a movie equivalent to yeah. compare it to and I remember like imagining all the characters and like pronouncing their names wrong um and just having being able to imagine it all myself which was very cool but I find now a lot of books have their own sort of equivalent media you know like, like they'll have a movie or maybe even a game and that stuff sort of helps you to imagine it as well which is probably good for like for you if you know it, you, you have something to to help yeah. you imagine it but yeah it's sort I'd of, be it, really grateful for having because we made a book club in my discord must be it like a year and a half ago now and that has actually encouraged me to read because for ages I I was literally reading the same book for four years before that and I've still not finished that gosh darn uh-huh. book whereas now because you're sort of like I guess because you're excited to like have people to talk about the yeah. book with at the end of it. And so even if you're not enjoying it, you're just like, well, you know, I can I can bring that to the table. And yeah, so I've read like a book a month mm-hmm. for all that time. And that's more books than I had read in yeah. like at least four years before that. So it's mm-hmm. nice. That's the problem really I have now is like, like a lot of the books because our group tends to like fantasy books, bunch of yes. nerds. Nerds. And a lot of the time you read what is the first book of a series and then you're just like, ah, I don't want to read a whole series. But then we read Priory of the Orange Tree, which is a one-off fantasy novel. And I was like, I want more. So you can't win. <laughs> yeah, I I was um, in a book club that was started by people in my Discord, but... I found it really difficult to keep up with reading, like even having the pressure of, you know, oh, we're going to have a meeting in a month's time and talk about this book. I still couldn't find the time or the energy to sit and read a book. Like I did, uh, most of the time I listened to it by audiobook, um, but, and I found that a lot easier. Like I could do things like I could, I could get in the bath and listen to the book or I could drive and listen to the book. And and that was great. But, um, but yeah, audiobooks can be expensive. So it's just like, in the end, I was just like, oh, I can't do this either. And yeah. But the, the ones that I did read like were really good. Like I, I did start reading the book thief for that one. I want I really want to finish it because I was really enjoying it. Um, and we read Shadow of the Wind as well, which was one of the ones that I did manage to finish. And that was very good. Um, I really enjoyed that. I recommend that. Shadow of the Wind. That's similar to Name of the Wind? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's definitely a bit shorter. Oh god, but oh we also gosh, yeah. read a few real stinkers. It was weird because we we kind of came together more when the book was terrible. Like we we sort of bonded over how awful this book was. 
I guess in a way that's a bit like how they purposefully write bad jokes for Christmas cracker jokes because you can bond easier over yeah. a shared bad joke and be like, oh, whereas it's difficult to find something everyone's going to find funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like we still have little memes about this one book that we read, uh, which was Time and Time Again by Ben Elton. And it was so unbelievably bad. <laughs> it was awful. The problem was, like, in in theory, the idea for the book sounded very interesting. Yeah. Um, so it was basically about a guy who... Um, he was an ex-soldier, um, but his... I think his family died in like a horrible accident and he was very lonely and he got sort of collared by an old college professor to to take part in this secret thing, which meant that he could go back in time and prevent World War One from happening, which, you know, Ooh. cool, you know, time travel, it's cool. But it ended up being that the main character was just a big self-insert. Uh, and it was very bad. Yeah. Um, it was like, yes, this guy, he's very muscular and and handsome and he gets all the women he wants. Ooh, and it's just like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there were just so many plot holes and it was very like misogynistic. And it, oh, it was awful. It was so oh, bad. Was there a lot of like, she walked boobily into the room? Yes, yes. <laughs> there was a, a one section where... The, the whole sort of thing about because it was Ben Elton, I feel like he's very old fashioned, and yeah. there was a lot of stuff about like, oh, the women in this time they didn't shave like they do in modern times. Oh, they have a big hearty bush, and then they <laughs> they'd have like a whole paragraph about pubes, and it's like, oh, really, come on, I'm here for a time traveling adventure. I don't want to read about pubes. <laughs> it was just terrible. <laughs> So to summarize this, Ben Elton Bush, no, 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 token tree, yes, yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> Choose what you elaborate on. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd much rather read about a lovely tree than a big hearty bush. <laughs> oh. But if you well. want a good laugh, go and read it. <laughs> Shall oh we gosh. listen to a dream? Yes, let's do it. Let's so do it. We, um, we... We're sandwiching you, aren't uh, I'm I'm the bread and you're the filling. Yes, I'll be the filling today. Nice, unless we end up cliffhangering it again. Oh, maybe. I think all of our <laughs> dreams are of a reasonable length this time. I haven't got any mega dreams uh, today, so yeah, you'll be able to fit like... it all in. Oh, yeah. My... The, the first one is my longest one. And I have no idea what it is. <laughs> so I guess it's time to find out. Okay, um, let's do it. Three, two, one, go. So I had a dream. It started off really sad. So I won't tell that bit. But um, eventually it got to a bit where Kirsty was staying around. And we were staying in this like spare room and it had all these um had this like big cage it was full of all these like rats and mice but the bars were so far apart I was like I think they can get out and Kirsty put her hand up to the cage and one of the like baby rats just like 
crawled onto her hand. And then I looked around and there was just a little mouse wandering around on one of the beds. And I was like, yeah, they're just, they're going where they want, really. And then the next day, we were going to this, like, game award or game convention or something. But there was, it was, like, a big event. And um, Rhythian was there. And I just kept on, like, oh, I just gave him such big hugs and was just saying how grateful I was um, for all, like, for how much we stream together now and the time that we've spent together and stuff. And I think Brie was there too and I was talking to Brie a bit. But then somehow that cut to... I was looking after like a made up niece or nephew. Um wasn't one of my actual ones. And I was trying to give them a bath and they were just being so naughty. <gasps> like they just did not want to they were just being like rude and they were refusing to like like they just weren't cooperating at all whilst I was trying to give them this bath. And then my actual niece turned up and she was like, oh, are you coming to the, um, to the meeting tonight? And, um, oh, and then she swore. I've never heard my niece swear. And I was like, oh my gosh, where did you learn that word? You're not to say that word. <laughs> but anyway, then she was like, oh, I'll leave you to get ready. So I was talking to my mum and I was like what am I meant to wear to this event and she was like oh well you have to wear the school uniform so she got me my niece's school uniform but in my size but for some reason I went a lot like it was only parents there were no kids there and for some reason I went along and I wore like the trousers of the school uniform but then I just <laughs> wore nipple tassels and I just like marched out and I, I was holding the rest of the uniform. I don't know what statement I was trying to make, but I went out and um, I like people were like, oh, oh what, what are you doing? Boo. And I went and sat down and I like held my head high. And then another parent came out and it was like this dad and he was... Like, he wasn't wearing a top, but he put on one of those, like, um, you know, like, the little, like, shirt collar. It's just a shirt collar and a bow tie. And, like, some of the mums were like, whoa. And I was like, well, there you go. That's double standards, isn't it? <laughs> and people were like, yeah, yeah, well said. And then it cut to me being, I was in, like, a card shop with some of my aunties and uncles. Um, and I was trying to find a wedding card for my friends who are getting married next weekend. And for some reason, I was in a section where it was cards, like pre-used cards. And I was like, all oh, these cards have writing in. So I was just reading through all these cards that, you know, strangers had given to other strangers. And there was one that was like a painting of bunnies. And this person had like seven bunnies and they were trying to bond in another one. Um, or trying to bond in a seventh and they had guinea pigs as well and 
it was like a card saying like, oh, thank you for all your help bonding them. They're getting along well and all of this stuff. Um, and then I heard my sister having a bit of an argument. So I turned around and was suddenly in this like cafe and she tried to book a table for all of like all of us that were out, like me and her and all our aunties and uncles, but she was having an argument with this waiter because he was being rude and had said that we'd all have to sit apart and he was like blaming her because the booking hadn't gone through or something. Um, she was like, well, I'll have the cucumber salad. And he was like, well, we don't have any cucumber. And she was like, right, I'm taking my custom elsewhere. So she started walking away and he was just being really rude so I, in my like politest voice, was like, I started pretending to write it down and was just like, excuse me, what was, um, can you just repeat the way you insulted my sister, please? And he went very like, oh, well, um, well, you, I didn't mean any of I don't earn very much. And, oh, you know, it's difficult. It's very stressful working here. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and then went off. And I think that's all I remember of the dream. Other than the sad bit at the beginning but yeah a bit of a strange one the end bye bye that is a wild ride <laughs> it is <laughs> another classic briny tits out dream <laughs> yes always with the tits out but you had nipple tassels on this time i did i've i've finally you know i'm showing some modesty <laughs> And at the beginning, you had a Kirsty rat dream. I did, Yay. yeah. See, one of these dreams where the rats are getting out of the cage. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I think your dreams really are just like seeping into mine. You had the gift shop last time. Got rats escaping cages true. this time. And I'm getting bodies of water now. Our minds are melding. Oh, jeez. What are we doing? I liked the bit where I was like I was just hugging Rhythian and saying how much he means to me and how lovely he is Brie was there too so anyway also Brie was there <laughs> I noticed that <laughs> poor Brie so the sad bit at the beginning was that Xylus died oh no it really I, I upset me it was really horrible I remember horrible. you telling about that right you said xylus died and then you dreamt that you woke up and told me that you dreamt that xylus had died and i was like oh no he did yeah you're like no that really happened that wasn't a dream so i lost him twice yeah at the beginning and that was like a whole dream at the beginning of this dream oh my gosh and then i went on to have all the rest of it but i literally the first thing i did when i woke up was just send him a message being like i just hope you know how much you mean to us and how lovely you are and i'm really glad you're my friend Oh, but yeah. It, it sounds very... like you just had everyone in this dream. Like I was there, Brilliant, Silas, Bree, and star-studded, and like dream. all the family. Yeah, yeah, star-studded. So oh. this would have been the weekend before I went to Craig and Bree's wedding. So I yeah. guess that's why I was shopping for the card, and I wonder if that's also why I was maybe thinking about family because i guess maybe i was thinking about my wedding which my family would have been at maybe i, d I don't know yeah i guess and that would be like the connection and trying to arrange like 
food and worried who you're sitting with and stuff. Maybe that. I'm trying to think of a good outfit to wear. Yeah. Nipple tassels. Mm. Y slash N. (laughs) (laughs) Suitable for a wedding. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, it was very... um, Oh, and I, I guess... When would... This would have been a little bit just after EGX as well. So I guess yes. that you must be why. Like a convention type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I was also thinking like, oh, I didn't go to EGX. Should I go to MCM? So maybe mm-hmm. that was like me thinking, oh, will I see? Obviously wouldn't see Rhythian there, but would I, you know, would I see, see friends other people there? there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, little little bit of everything in this one. Yeah, there was. There was a little bit of everything. Would you say that like any parts of the dream like were, were stressing you out a little bit? Like because like I've said before, like the whole like rats getting out of the cage thing, that's always a stress thing for me. Um Don't actually remember feeling particularly yeah. I mean, other than the beginning being very upsetting, the rest of it was just sort of a bit just floating chill. along like yet again stood in front of all of the parents and teachers of a school not minding that i'm just wearing nipple tassels and the fact that i was like everyone was like boo and i was just like no this is fine because <laughs> usually that's the sort of dream people would be like oh it's horrible i had no trousers on and everyone laughed at me whereas i seem to revel in it in dreams and yeah, be like you do <laughs> you're like you guys have to just deal with me and my nipple tassels this I'm is beautiful. the human form. Get used to it. Peak human form. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the, my strangest claims to fame is that if you image search Bryony nipple tassel. Oh my God. Uh, a picture of Jerry is usually the first option that you get. I'm doing it. Bryony Turner on Twitter. Nipple tassels make fancy bunny hats. Yep. <laughs> yep, there it is. <laughs> you want to see a picture of Jerry wearing a nipple tassel as a little hat. And that's what you look up. Oh my god. That's my mark on the internet there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I think the first response is Simon just going, Brady! <laughs> So who was the guy that was was um, also at the the school gates or with all the people wearing just a bow tie? I think he was meant to be like one of the, just one of the dads or something. And I was just a bit like, oh, so it's okay for him to be like strutting around his stuff and all the mums are like, woo, but you know, if I do it, I, I honestly have no idea why that was a point that I wanted to make in my dream like i can't think of any films where that's been relevant or any <laughs> thoughts i've had recently where it's been relevant just general equality i don't i don't know it's just <laughs> brains being brains yeah that's but hilarious i have heard that because with the tablets i'm on at the moment i have heard that they can just give you slightly like Weird wild dreams, dreams. yeah mm-hmm. so i guess this was just me getting to that stage of taking them where it was like here have all the dreams <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah i um i was bad and i forgot to have my tablets for a couple of days 
And I ended up having a dream that wasn't, it wasn't like a nightmare, but it was just one of those weird, uncomfortable dreams. Like, kind of like in the very first episode, the one with the bug that lived in my ear. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a dream that uh, I was swimming in it. Like, I was like, on a lake, maybe like in a little boat. Or on a, it, no, it, was, it wasn't a lake, it was like a river. On a little boat. And people were jumping in and swimming. And I was like, oh, I suppose I will. So I jumped in and I swam. But then I got nicked by a little shard of glass. Oh. Um, and I got the glass out. And but then when I looked really closely at just the little um cut they had made, there were little worms like in there and I had to get them out. Oh like it was really horrible and and like I mean I wouldn't go as far to say graphic, but it, I mean it kind of was, you know, it was like there are worms living in my hand, sort of thing. It was it was really yeah. weird. Like and I, I wonder if that's because I'd, you know, forgotten my meds and I was a little bit like anxious. But yeah, that's weird. It's weird how much they can affect, like, your brains. Because um, I find a lot of the time, especially recently, my dreams have been just stuff that I've been seeing during the day, like, compounded. Like, I would have watched, like, Rings of Power, for instance, and then I dream about elves or, you know, stuff like that. Whereas this was just completely random. Like, oh, there are bugs in my head. Uh... Ooh. Much like the other one, there are bugs in my ears. It's it's weird, very weird. I've looked up nude. <laughs> Ooh, and it I says... feel like we've looked for nipple tassels in this book before, <laughs> and we couldn't find anything. Well, this says nudity signifies innocence. It may be oh. that there's a situation in our lives which requires honesty and truth. If we are sufficiently secure within our own self-image, we will not be afraid. Of being stripped in public. I mean, that doesn't so, feel like me. Like in my live, my living, my waking hours, I don't think I'm a particularly like confident person. I wouldn't get my baps out in public in real life. Like, why is dreaming so? <laughs> Honestly, though, assured? I I think that you just in yourself are very confident. Like the the way that you sort of come across when you talk to people, you're just inherently confident. Even if you don't realise it, I think you are. Oh. See, this is um, one of the things Alex and I will say, is that, like, in social events, I'll be like, oh, my gosh, like, I was worried that whole time. And he's like, you never come across that way. No, you, you don't. Just you really fine. don't. Which is You good always know, come across as really outgoing and, like, you always keep a conversation going and you you always sort of know what to talk about. Like, you, you don't know. You're, you're a very easy person to meet for the first time, I think. Oh, <laughs> I remember the first time I met you. <laughs> I remember we were sitting there eating lunch and you just looked over the table at me and was like, I can't believe you're real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, yeah. We that got, was nice. And we got Louis where we sat we in like, did. We got the Louis. recording we sat in the office. Rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Oh, it was nice. It is very <laughs> weird when like, you meet someone whose like face and voice you're sort of used to, but just on a screen, and then suddenly yes. you're like, "Oh my gosh, you're actually real. You're re you exist." <laughs> yeah. Mhm. Mm for sure. I feel like I've been doing that a lot in the last couple of years, <laughs> and oh, it course, is really yeah. weird. It's very bizarre. Like especially like meeting people in the Yogs cast and meeting friends that I've met through Twitch, uh, and. 
it's weird because like you're friends with them and it feels very natural but at the same time you've never shared a room with them and it's like this is very strange (laughs) (laughs) it's like i remember the not the first time actually it was like the second time that i met simon or maybe 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 it was the first um simon honeydew yeah and he was like have we ever actually met in real life before i feel like this is probably the first time i met him actually and i was like no I don't think so. <laughs> I just couldn't even remember because <laughs> we knew each other online and it felt like we'd met anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's strange how there are some people who, like, what is it about people that some people you do just click with and others you don't? Like, it's it's just very random. Yeah, for sure. I think, like, it really helps when people are sort of on the same wavelength as you like i feel like we're very similar you know yeah me and you we we share a brain cell so it just made it very easy (laughs) (laughs) but i don't know what what causes that i have no idea but it's nice when it happens yeah (laughs) well shall we listen to your dream yes let's do it i can't remember what this dream is uh but we'll find out (laughs) okay three two one go hello my friend my name's sean and i want to end your suffering no not like that with meditation in my new podcast mindfulness for gamers each episode i'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on a path of happiness all through the lovely grimy lens of video games So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Hello. Um, I had a dream that... I had... um, three rats. And... they kept getting out. Um... I was in a a building that was like almost like a caravan and it had two exits Um, and one was like a screen door uh, which a cat kept trying to get through to get to the rats Um, and it kind of looped around like a donut so you you could go in a circle. but yeah, I had a dream that my th- three of my rats kept getting out. Um, and it was it's all very disjointed, but at one point I went into my room and the three of them were on my windowsill and they kind of just left. They just sort of walked off out of the window um, and along like a plank and they were gone but at the same time there were two other rats that I found and I rescued they were in a horrible state that I had in another room so I think they didn't like that I had two other rats and they left and then these two rats I was just trying to look after them and they were very sad um and I kind of just let them free roam um And they would always come back for food. So they were just my new friends. Um, at the same time, the cats that kept trying to get in, 
were also causing trouble because through one of the other doors, I had to keep all of the doors shut because all of the animals kept mixing. Um, there was a bat that wasn't very well. Um, a little bat. And then, <laughs> then Nalsey got turned into a bat. So I had two bats that I had to look after. And I was like, oh, where can I put them? And I was like, if I put them in the room with the rats, then they'll fight. And I need to make sure the cats don't get them. I was like, if I put them... <laughs> if I put them in the loft, then it'll be nice and dark for them. Um, So I opened up the loft hatch, and I went up in the loft with the other bat. But then I looked down the loft hatch and Nalsey's like, oh, I found this little house. Oh, I'll use this. And he's like moving this little box around. Um, and, and I'm like, no, Nalsey, you need to get in the loft. And he's like, no, I don't like the loft. It's it's too dark and it's, and it's too far away. I want this box. And I was like, no, Nalsey, you need to be safe from the cat. And I'm like, okay, well, what if I make you guys a little house, like a miniature house? And he's like, okay. And then just all throughout the dream, he's constantly like, have you made my house yet? Have you made my house yet? I need my house. <laughs> and he was just being a very typical Nilesy bat, and it was very funny. <laughs> uh, and that's all I can remember. Uh, Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was like a like a, a Dr. Zeus poem. Yeah. Just like, what can I do with all these bats? They must not get in with the cats. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he literally bats, rats and cats. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> it also sort of reminded me of that, um, you know, the problem where you've got like, the chickens, the corn and the fox and you're trying to get them across the yes, river and it's like, well, I can't put this with definitely. this and I can't leave them alone with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Bats, yeah, rats oh, and cats. It was just trying to keep on top of everything. And so, yeah, so I had the rats um, <laughs> and and that first group, they, they did, they just wandered off and I was like, well, they're gone now. They left. Uh... And meanwhile, the cats were just trying to get in everywhere. And I was like, oh, geez, I need to keep this, this shut. The whole sort of setup of the house, <clears throat> I don't know if you ever had one as a kid, but there used to be like this Barbie fold-out house. So I had one and it sort of folded into like almost like a briefcase. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, and you could fold it out and it would have three rooms um, and doors leading into each. And that was kind of the layout of the house. Um, it was sort of one room into another into another and it was like rats bats cats yeah <laughs> and yeah so then we had nalsy bat and and he was just constantly pestering me to build him a house <laughs> <laughs> i could just imagine it as well like yeah yeah so the, the i think what brought this on is that we were all hanging out on discord the other night and Everyone was just, we were all on Etsy just looking at like pre-made Twitch assets because they didn't know that you can just buy them on Etsy and it's really easy and they're cheap. Yeah. And we were just looking at them and finding funny ones. And uh, Niall Z found uh, a cat one. 
And I was like, Nazi, that is so simple. I could literally just draw that right now. Yeah. And he was like, okay, draw it then. And I was like, I can't. My iPad's run out of battery. I can't, I can't draw. <laughs> and he was like, okay, well, I'll pay you if you draw it for me. I was like, all right. I, I can't even remember what he asked me to draw. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I still haven't done it. And every now and then they just keep going, have you drawn that emote yet? Imagine if, imagine if uh, Kirsty completed her commissions, huh? Huh? And I was like, oh. <laughs> so now it's gone into my dreams. Now he's a oh, bat and he no. wants me to make him a house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have a feeling oh, this is dear. one of those things that if I look it up in the book, it's not going to be relevant because I know what yeah. it says for rats. <laughs> And that's not relevant because it says stinky things. But I wonder with bats. Yeah, we've never looked up bats before, have we? It says popular, because popular belief has it that bats are frightening, to dream of bats indicates that there are thoughts and ideas within the unconscious that may reveal themselves with frightening potential. Are you no. scared of nausea? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> I'm not scared of bats, though. I love bats. They're cute. I don't understand this heck. sentence. A flying bat can represent discernment or obscurity of a spiritual kind. The obscurity may be may also suggest some idiosyncrasy within ourselves. I don't what know does what that, that mean? means. <laughs> I feel like whoever wrote this book just got a dictionary and like threw it up on the page. Yeah. You know? And they're like, uh... bam, that's what this dream means. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that um because there's a section of bats attacking you would would you say <gasps> he was attacking you <laughs> maybe maybe verbally <laughs> uh, to dream oh no wait no this is if someone's attacking you with a bat okay that's a cricket bat oh a cricket bat i was so gonna say <laughs> that's not relevant but it says to dream of using such a bat indicates a learned degree of competence so if oh. you ever dream that you're Attacking someone with a cricket bat. With a with a bat. You're competent. <laughs> well done, you. Well done. Good job. <laughs> it says see oh, yeah, also no, it was vampire. Ooh. I wonder what it means to dream of vampires. Have I what ever dreamt you... of vampires? I have dreamt of vampires, I think. It says when heavy demands are, maybe we should save this for Halloween because that's coming up. Oh, that's true. When heavy demands are made on us, which we do not feel capable of meeting, a vampire can appear in a dream. <gasps> we are figuratively being sucked dry. Oh, no. <laughs> there you go. Very also, maybe kind of sexy. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that reminds me. I read this book once when I was... Uh, teenage probably like 15 or so um mm -hmm. but they clearly had one good idea the author of this book and the the idea was <clears throat> their main character was like a vampire hunter like a, a van helsing sort of character but yep. then they were bitten by a vampire and <gasps> they became a vampire and no. literally every page there would be at least one reference to this where it would be like he had become what he most hated. And then it would just be like, so he set off into the night to hunt the vampires, of which he was one. And it was just like, oh. I get that that is the plot. Like, stop saying it. And it was just like, it was constant. Just like, <laughs> yep, yep. No, got that on the first page of the book, right? I, I, yep, what happens next? 
<laughs> oh god, that brings me back to bloody that book by Ben Elton. <laughs> One of the big things was that every single page he'd be like, "It was 1914." World War One. We're in 1914, by the way. 1914. It's 1914. <laughs> I was like, "We know." <laughs> Please. <laughs> Why did they do this? I went through this. This real like phase, just remembered of when I was around about that age, I did go through a phase of reading quite smutty vampire trash novels. Oh God, oh God, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a long time and I've not read one since, so it's fine. Were I, you a Twihard? No, but Is I that think what they that would have been, I mean, when, when was Twilight released? Oh God, I have no idea. Uh, Twilight. Twilight release date 2005 so oh, I was 12 I think that must have just been just after that phase but I probably would have been truth be told I probably would have you know lapped up those sparkly boys in, in, my, <laughs> in my teenage years <laughs> I would have been like, oh my gosh, it's just such good literature. I love Edward. <laughs> I met the werewolf once. Um, what's he called? Taylor Launtner. Ta- Taylor Launtner. Yeah. He. Um, Where did you meet him? I worked did, with Did you offend him. him? No, he offended me. Oh my God. It's another one of my celebrity clashes. <laughs> so many enemies. I was working as a camera trainee on oh what was it called it was something because I I worked with Greg Davis on something and then I got taken on something else that he was on where he worked it was like him and Taylor Lautner worked on it together um right not man down I don't think I think it was the other one that he did but he um my job was to like set up do like cabling between the cameras and the monitors and set up the monitors. And I was trying to set up the monitors and that naughty little werewolf boy had his little feet up (gasps) on my monitors. Oh, yes. I remember you telling me this. I had to tell him off, tell him to put his feet on the floor. Get your werewolf feet off my monitor. Get your big paws down, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Down, boy. Bad boy. (laughs) Sit off the furniture. (laughs) (laughs) oh yes i remember you telling me about that oh my goodness i remember also getting (laughs) confused once because in the days sort of before like big internet when like the internet was around but you didn't really use it to keep in touch with like people you'd known or anything but um you just use it to send e-cards and play have a hotel yeah, and have web- websites that told you that 23 people had visited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I had a friend who I was remembering. Uh, this was like, so I had this friend who I used to hang out with every now and then. And it would just be happenstance that we'd hang out because we didn't really arrange. Like this was before you really had a proper mobile. So you'd you'd just hang out. And I was remembering what his name was. And I was like, oh my gosh, his name was Robert Pattinson. <laughs> But I was like, what? I'm pretty sure it's not that Robert Pattinson. I would have recognised him, surely. <laughs> but I was just thinking back and I was like, wait a minute. What if he? What if that's why I don't see him around town anymore? He's in the movies. Oh 
It's in the movies. But no, it's just coinkydink. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I can't... Well, this is the problem. I can't remember what he looked like. <laughs> oh. Well, there we go. Maybe, maybe it was him. Maybe one day... I'll meet Robert Pattinson. They'd be like, oh my gosh, Bryony. And I'll be like, sorry, do I know oh, you? Bryony? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're friends with the werewolf boy that likes to get on the furniture. I see. <laughs> oh, dear. I feel like I should have saved this dream for, for Halloween. It had lots of Halloween animals in it. You know? Oh, yeah. Rats, bats, and cats. I liked I liked the rhyming. That's my I, review of that. That was completely intentional, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, well done, brain. Should we try and squeeze in my final dream? I feel bad if we yes, cliffhanger let's it do again. It. I'm, let's yeah, do it. no it's, more cliffhangers, baby. It's let's shorter, it. I think. Oh no, it's slightly longer than yours. It's, Sorry, it's, if it's four rambling. minutes, but that's okay. Here we go. Let's Three, do it. Two, one, go. I had a dream that started off, it was just about a plate up update, like it was called the lemon update and it just added loads of lemons, there were loads of lemon recipes and just lemon designs and just loads of everything lemons and um, but then the dream suddenly like cut to being about, I had twins and Oh, no, wait, before that, I was, like, the captain of a ship and the ship crashed and this button wouldn't press that released something and we were like, oh, my gosh, we're just stranded here. And I think I was watching in third person, actually, and the captain was, like, this big, burly, bearded man. And there was also this um, lady on board who I think was like the love interest, but I can't remember what she did on the ship. And they were like, it felt like ages had passed and they were calculating like, how long can we survive? Like what rations do we have? What fuel do we have? All of this stuff. And then like, I think it was going to be weeks later, the captain was just absentmindedly pressing the button again. Just like, oh, I just wish this button would bloom and well work. And then all of a sudden it just worked and it opened up and they were like, guess we could go home. And the only part of that dream that I remember is, oh, the only other part is that there was a bit where the lady was like, she was like, oh, I better start looking at the disguises. And she just found this rack of like fake bits and was just looking through them like, hmm, which one will do? Um, but yeah, then after that, I think it was implied that the captain was pregnant as well. Like, I think they did have like their love started to bloom in this time when the captain was pregnant. But then it jumped to these these twin girls And they were going to this school that was like a fortress. But they were pretending that there was just one of them. Um, And they were called like Oscar and Okra, I think. But they, between them, had just become Esme. And so they would like, one of them would start 
and get shown around by this boy and then the next day the other one would go in or something and then I found out about this and I was like oh my gosh no you both have to go to school and you both have to learn and then I was like talking to the boy and I was like can you please show Ock around because she didn't get the first day tour and then when I was like looking down through the cracks of the floorboards there were these two because it was like in an outside decking area and there were these two little girls that were also twins but they were like I mean they looked bad it was like like some sort of like you'd sort of expect like plague victims in a movie or something and I was like I turned around to one of the kids that went to school and I was like go and get a teacher there's there's two girls here that you know there's something wrong and then the girls just all of a sudden were like on top of the decking and they were like no we're fine leave us alone um we are the pirate children leave us alone sort of thing and they kept pushing me and I woke up really suddenly because I was just like oh don't push me small child small scary child <laughs> But yeah, bit all over the place. There you go. Bye bye, bye. <laughs> this really is the pre-Halloween episode. It is more scary. Rats, children. bats, cats, creepy twins. Lemon what update. When, Alistair? Hmm? Yes. When is the lemon update coming? <laughs> what lemon lemon dishes could we have? Lemon tart. Lemon, lemon meringue pie. pie. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> lemon drizzle cake you could have just like instead of putting the sauce onto hot dogs someone gets you to squeeze lemon onto the fish <laughs> lemon <Yes>. squeeze please <laughs> okay <laughs> oh my goodness you could get like lemons like like you have the the hot dog ketchup and mustard but you have to add lemon yeah, <laughs> you have to have run like around little... after people with a lemon and squeeze <laughs> it on their the fish lemon. I would like lemon with my fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I don't know why. Well, there I was, was thinking there was of a lemon. lot to absorb there. There was. There was just very separate parts. Like yeah. But I did have that proper thing of waking up because I was like, I don't. I really did not want those creepy children to touch me. So I was just like, Ugh. I woke up, in, wake a, up in a real like, nope, get away. <laughs> They're oh, all dear. like, like proper like scabby and like not zombie-ish, but like, like yeah. I just had that real thing of like, Ugh. yeah, it was a bit. Oh my god, Halloweeny. Yeah, creepy. Do you ever like have these spoopy dreams and like wake up being all disoriented and scared and being like, what if that was a real spooky ghost in my brain? Oh. Or what if what if there were creepy twins there trying to talk to me? Oh no. Well, now I will. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> now I'm scared. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do sometimes think that with like if I wake up because I've heard a sound, I'm like, did I hear that sound? Was that a real life sound or did I imagine Dream it. that? I've had that before. Yeah. Especially if like had that Alex has left for work and I'm alone in the house and then I'll just lie there in bed for a bit like, um, do, do I, um, uh, do I get up? Um, uh. <laughs> do I just stay in bed? 
Oh, what else was that? You were a pirate captain, so you're on the water again. Yep, back on the water this week. Back on the water. But I think oh. at this time, because that was the fifth. So I was, this would have been like the day before I traveled away for the wedding. And I was very anxious that day because I was thinking like, oh my gosh, what if I like have a panic attack in the car on the way there and the journey's like four hours? What if I ruined the wedding because one time I accidentally held up my friend's wedding because I had IBS. <laughs> what if that oh. happens again? And all of this stuff. So I was just like, yeah, I think I was very anxious that day. So I'm not surprised to see the sea yeah. once again. Mm-hmm. Once again. Hello, old friend. Hello, the sea, my old friend. <laughs> I wonder if there's anything specific about dreaming about twins. Yeah, there must be. I'm pretty sure we've seen twins in the book. Because they um, went flicking through it. Like double twins. Double twins. Oh, yeah. Did you say you had twins I as had well? twins. I had Oscar and Okra, my little girl Okra. twins. Um, who Good were names. being naughty and pretending to just be one child. Oh. I think there's a... Fi- isn't there a film that's called, like, Seven Days of Saturday or something like that? And it's about a world where people are only allowed one child each. And someone has like oh, I'm not sure. whatever like septuplets are or something. So they each have to each of them is allowed out one day a week, and they're all called Saturday or something like that. I, I don't, I've never seen the film, but I remember watching the trailer for it and being like, what? "Oh, I don't think it's called Seven Days of Saturday." I've googled it and nothing's come up, but that is an interesting premise. If anyone knows what the name of that film is, let us know. It says, in dreams, twins may, well, it says, if they're known to us, they may simply be themselves. If they are not known to us, then they may represent two sides of one idea. Often in everyday life, we come up against conflicts between two opposites. Twins in dreams can actually represent two sides of our personality acting in harmony. Ooh. But you had your twins and then you had the creepy twins. So it was like double twins. Oh, jeez. And they were like the good twins who weren't really being very good. And then the creepy twins. I wonder if that was like, oh, maybe if that, sorry, that was me dropping the book. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If maybe they did represent two different possibilities where the nice twins that were my twins represent if I am able to, you know, just deal with anxiety and get on and have a lovely weekend. And then the evil twins were like, what if I let anxiety override that and, I don't know, then a creepy child will harass me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the creepy child of anxiety will touch me with their scabby little hands. But Ooh. it was... Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if that could be, maybe. 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 Yeah, it's interesting to think about. Well, it sounds like you did very well at the wedding anyway because it's happened now and yeah. i've not heard about any disasters no so it was really you, you fucking did it i did you really it bloody well did it go good twins Woohoo! Nice. Just you'll have to just get the creepy twins to walk the plank oh okay but plot twist here i out of interest oh. looked up beard because oh yeah the, the captain the, the, the had a very big beard, beard. And that yeah, there were disguise beards as well. 
To dream of a man with a beard means we must guard against cover-up and deceit. What? Ooh. What? Uh, what? We, may, we perhaps need to consider more masculine attributes in ourselves or others. Do I need to, oh. do I need to man up? Do I need to get man up. balls? <laughs> get grow, grow, grow a beard. Spiritually, there is an ambivalence in the symbol of the beard and the meaning will depend on the dreamer's own culture. It may mean wisdom, wisdom and dignity or alternatively, it may mean deceit and deviousness. So that sentence pretty much says like, it's anything. It could be anything. Who cares? <laughs> Good job. What book. do you think it is? <laughs> it's whatever you think it is. Woohoo! <laughs> I have looked further up the page though, and I really like this sentence. Mm -hmm. The bean can signify immortality and magic power. <laughs> <laughs> the bean. The bean. Well, there you go. If you dream of beans. Maybe. Yes. Maybe going back to the beard. Maybe the beard is a confidence thing. And looking through a little rack of fake beards is you trying to, to find your confidence to do well at this wedding. Oh, yeah. Because they do say a lot of the time, like with anxiety, they're like, if you just masking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you act in a way like you're like, OK, everything is going to be fine, then you will eventually feel like. It is going to be fine, sort of thing, which it probably yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so maybe like, I, I, I think like it, it's really it's it's weird because like just feel better forehead obviously doesn't work, <laughs> but at the same time having like a positive mental attitude sometimes just helps temporarily, you know. And I remember when I was feeling really low with depression. It was it was really stupid. I remember being on Twitter and somebody was like, I once decided that being depressed is cringe and it made me feel better. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and very briefly, it made me feel better because it made me laugh. <laughs> like, I'm not cured, but it helped. I so like, get... yeah, just like, you know, being a little bit positive, maybe, maybe it, you know, helps you through the day, you know, thinking, yeah, I can do it. There was a friend know. of mine who did say like, obviously different things work for different people, but she was recommended because she was having trouble just getting on with everyday stuff. And her yeah. therapist just said, just get up and do your normal routine. And it might feel horrible, but eventually, hopefully you'll realize I can do my normal routine. Nothing bad has happened. Yeah. This is okay. So when I was going through really bad anxiety, I would just do streams. And sometimes I could only do like, two hours or something, but I'd be like, I did it. And I feel better for having yeah. done it now. So I guess mm -hmm. that's my beard. Small victories. <laughs> that's your beard. You earned your beard. Not in the uh, the more usual sense of beard, I hope. <laughs> hope Alex isn't. <laughs> hope I'm not Alex's beard. <laughs> Hopefully I'd know by now. <laughs> my own beard well that's a subject for a different episode <laughs> tune in next week to find out <laughs> yeah oh, be dear. your own beard that's what i'm saying I don't, that's I don't it know be your I'm own saying. beard you got this if you're having a bad day put, put on, on a that beard. beard and face the day with confidence you've got this with your tits out and your beard on <laughs> get those nipple tassels on and face the the weird parents at the school yeah Oh, well, there you go. 
thank you everyone yeah. for listening and thank yeah, you Kirsty. thank you so much thank you Bryony for being my bitch for everything I love you Bryony I love you Kirsty. I love you so much <laughs> well until next time bye bye for now everyone bye bye for now bye 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 bye